your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, this is Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me once a week to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. So, once again, we must talk about the Blue Jackets losing. Um, So that's going to be the first part of today's episode, because winning two games in a row couldn't be these Blue Jackets, not in this economy. Uh, And then the second part and probably the third part will uh, be some listener questions so that'll be exciting uh, we've got some coach talk in there we've got some injury talk some trade deadline talk things like that uh, but first we've got to talk about the fact that the Blue Jackets did whatever the Blue Jackets did last night again I'm not gonna lie I fell asleep before the game finished um, I actually turned the game off after the second goal because I was headachey from a migraine and if the Blue Jackets are not going to respect me by not allowing two goals in the first like three minutes of game time then I am not going to respect them by staying up late to watch them um and then of course as it turns out it was three goals in just over five minutes Corp Salah was done Elvis comes in uh and by all accounts things kind of picked up a little bit after that um Del Zotto gets his second or third of the season from Jack Roslovic, uh, uh, who, again, has been playing really well. I still don't know why we healthy scratched him, but hey, I don't, I'm not the coach. I don't make the decisions. I just criticize them. Um, so, you know, it's 3-1 just before the end of the first period. I'm thinking, right, okay, maybe they can, maybe they can pull this back. You know, it's not the first time that teams have had this kind of poor start to a game and then pulled it back together. Um, and then it's like, I think 0.4 seconds left on the clock for the first period. They score another one. It's 4-1 Tampa Bay. And at that point I'm like, okay, yeah, no, it is. It is time for me to go to sleep. Um, because it was almost one o'clock in the morning for me. And, you know, as I've mentioned before, I don't want to stay up to watch them lose. So, uh, went to sleep, woke up the next morning, watched the highlights, and by all accounts, there was some good, good plays there. Um, final score was 6-4 to Tampa Bay. So after that first period, we did actually, it was 3-2 uh, to us for the second and third periods, which I know is basically meaningless, but, you know, there was some, there was some good fight back in there. Just a shame that we couldn't... Uh, couldn't get couldn't get a little bit more from it. Um, goal from Zach Wierenski, always helpful. Uh, another goal from Max Domi, which I believe is his second in two games. Um, I actually was interested to um, look at what his numbers were like versus Josh Anderson. Obviously, we traded the two for each other uh, this offseason. Um, and Domi has 17 points 
so far this season. Uh, Anderson has 20. Now, 14 of Anderson's are goals, so obviously that's going to look a lot better than Max Domi's 17 goals, but it's still not as big of a gap as I expected, considering. Um, and I know that Anderson has missed some time due to injury, but all in all, it could have been could have been much more stark. Um, I'm still not super happy about the trade. I still don't love that we're paying $5 million for a 17 points over 40-something games, but... It is what it is, and it's not. It is not uh, as unbalanced as as I thought it might be. So, so there is that. You know, looking looking at the positive side of things. Um, on the the less positive side of things, obviously, you know, allowing six goals in a game is not great. Um, again, I still hesitate to blame the goalies because at a certain point. There's just only so much they can do. Um, I don't think Corpsalo had a great start to the game. Obviously, um, pulling in was probably the right decision. It made the team. It you know woke the team up, um, and all all things considered, it was probably probably the right choice. Um, even if it didn't didn't kickstart a win, I, under, I like I get where Tortorella is is kind of coming from from that. Uh, so, go home, rest up, try it all again on Sunday, I guess, uh, where we are playing the Chicago Blackhawks. So, that's that'll be fun and not emotionally stressful for me at all. Uh, the Blackhawks are above us in the standings. Uh, I think there's still only three points between us, but... I don't know, I've kind of, at this point, I'm like, can we just get through the rest of the season without losing any any players that I like? Um, so, fingers crossed. It'd be nice to get a win. Won't be surprised if we don't. Uh, coming up in just a minute, I've got some listener questions for you all. Uh, so, so I'll get right into that. First, I have to tell you about Bet Online. We've been telling you about it for a couple of months now. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the MLB is uh, in spring training, so pretty soon you can bet on that too, if that's what you want. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. The finale of RuPaul's Drag Race is coming up soon, so if you want to bet on who you think is going to win that, you could do that. Or if you want to... Place a bet on whether the Blue Jackets are ever going to win a game again. You can do that too. Uh, you've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. All you have to do is head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. If you use promo code LOCKEDON, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so let's let's do some questions. Uh, the first question I got was, uh, it's just, do you miss PLD? Yes, I miss him extremely badly. Um, I don't necessarily think that I would undo the trade if I chose to, um, especially because 
I think Jack Roslovic is turning into a really good player. Patrick Lyon, I am expecting to have a much better season next season when he doesn't have to play for John Tortorella. But yes, I miss him very much. He is large and handsome and very good at hockey. Um, and also we have like one and a half centers um, considering our whole thing. I don't even know that we have one and a half centers anymore. Um, if we trade Nick Foligno, then we'll be down to like half a center. Uh, Duar's gone, Koivu's gone, Boon is out for the season with a broken finger, Texier only rarely plays centre now, Domi plays wing most of the time, like, that's, that's it, it's, it is just Nick Foligno and Riley Nash, that's, that's all we got, um, and, and obviously Jack Roslovic, the best, the best special boy on the team, uh, but, yes, I do miss PLD, um, Next question is, is from J.D. Young, host of Locked on Sharks. Uh, he says, is it true that some people say that Columbus is the Montreal of the Midwest? Uh, I would say no, um, because most people actively want to go to Montreal, uh, which is not a slight on Columbus. I love Columbus very much. It's one of my favorite cities. However, I feel like people who don't like Columbus have never been, and therefore they don't want to go. Whereas people are always like, oh, I hear such great things about Montreal. But you don't really hear good things about Columbus, which is bonkers because it's really good. The food is great. You know, I'm a big fan of the hockey team. I might be biased. The city itself is is great. It's really nice. It's, I don't know, I'm a big fan. Um, So I would say no, but I understand why people would say yes. Uh, another question we've got here. What are the three top things you'd like to see change or improve next season? Um, I mean, I think number one has to be the penalty kill or special teams in general. But like, as I've talked about before, I'm not holding my breath for an improvement on um, on the power play. Like, if we can get an average power play, I will be happy. If we can get back to our like top three in the league penalty kill, that would make me very, very very happy um if if we could even get back up to like top 10 um because again i don't know what's up with the penalty kill it's just not not great right now uh and i would like it to be better so that's kind of top of my list uh second obviously i've talked about it a little bit before i'd like to see patrick line improve i think he's been pretty good in terms of you know for, from what we can expect of him being treated like he is i don't think he's being treated badly i just don't think we're utilizing him correctly uh so if we get a different coach next season which i'll talk about a little bit in a minute i think it would be um it would be good to good for him to get kind of a boost and to again potentially a 50 goal scorer like if we could get him up to 30 or 40 goals next season i would be i would be more than happy with that so that's i'd like to see that improve um and I think the third one, just kind of general general offense, uh, which, again, I feel like could be helped with a different coach. Um, especially, you know, Tortorella is very big on defense first. But here's the thing. When your defense is bad, then you're also not going to score goals. So uh, with the with the almost 100% surety of Tortorella leaving and us getting a new head coach, I'd like to see someone bring in some new systems maybe offense first, let the let the centers kind of play more of a center role and not more of an extra defenseman. Uh, so hopefully 
we will get, you know, more than one 20 goal scorer next season. That's that is the goal. Um uh, next up, question by the same person. Do you have a dream list of people you'd like CBJ to target for new head coach? Yeah, I've talked about this a little bit before. Um, I'm really interested in uh, Yuka Jalanen, who is the coach for Team Finland. Uh, I think he is on a lot of people's radars. I think especially Jarmokakalainen's, obviously, you know, the Finnish connection. Uh, and I think getting him could be really good for Line A specifically. Uh, so I would be excited with that. But again, I talked about it a little bit, previous question. Um, a list of attributes. I think just someone that is willing to learn from his players. Someone that knows how to coach offensively minded players. Um, someone that doesn't want to turn one of the top 10 shooters in the NHL into a 200 foot power forward. Uh, just kind of let him do do his thing. Be as offensively minded as he wants to be, and then let his line mates kind of pick up the slack a little bit. Um, and yeah, that's that's the main one for me, I think, is someone that's willing to work to his players instead of coming in with, uh, coming in with a, a system and making the players change to fit the system, uh, because that's, that's just not how, that's just not how to play hockey anymore. Um, also, I would like it if he was not one of just the same 35 white men that get recycled throughout this league. Um, if it's Gerard Gallant, then I will accept that, but I won't be happy about it. Um, I'd like to see maybe Bradshaw. I think he's probably pretty high up on the list. But like my, my goal is if we can't have Yuki and then I would like at least a European uh, or someone who has not coached in the NHL before because I am tired of... Well, he was bad with this one team, so maybe he'll be better with this other team. And it's just, in in no other job would you get fired for being bad at your job and then get hired to do the exact same job by a different company. Like, that's just not, it's not how it works. So, uh, that's that's kind of the, the list of attributes I have. Good at players and also European. Um Coming up in just a minute, I've got a couple more questions for you, but first I've got to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar, you know, we've been telling you about it for a while now. It is the best tasting protein bar on the market. Uh, it's back, it's new, it's improved, it is even deliciouser. That is direct from the copy of that, to deliciouser. They've invented a new word, it's so good. There are 18 incredible flavours, they've got nut, nut and non-nut flavours, they're covered in 100% chocolate, uh, and here's the best bit. They are super healthy, they're low calorie, they're low sugar, they are high protein, high fiber, they're great if you're on keto. If you are the kind of guy that goes to the gym and wants an extra kick of protein in his day, then Built Bar is for you. If you are like me, and the most strenuous thing that you've done so far in this lockdown is walking from your bed to your laptop desk, then Built Bar is good for you as well. Uh, and... Best of all, if you go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you can get 15% off your next order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com, and find your favourite flavour now. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locks on Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Collin gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked on Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so I've got a couple more questions just to finish off. Uh, first one is, 
Max Domic trade was not ideal this far in. What do you do with him for the remainder of his contract? Honestly, I don't know that we can do anything except just kind of wait it out, um, which is not not an ideal answer to this question, but I don't think we can trade him. Um, if we do, we'll be selling real low, which, you know, we're not going to get anything worthwhile back. It's only two years, so maybe the the best solution here is for us to just kind of hope for the best, um, hope next year is better, and then maybe trade him then, or next year is better, and we maybe sign him to a new less than $5 million contract. Um, but as it, as it stands right now, I don't think that that's a, that's not a tradable contract without retaining. Um, and I don't think we can buy him out either. Uh, I think we are, we are full up on, on buyouts. We're still paying Scott Hartnell for the, from the, like, the 2017 buyout or whenever it was. So at this point, like, he's not, he's not playing $5 million, $5 million a year hockey but he is functional, he's playing hockey, he's got, you know, 17 points, which is almost half a point per game, so I guess just kind of stick with it, hopefully hopefully things get things get a little better. Um, another conversation, do you think Torts gets fired before or after the playoffs? Bit of a... Um, Bit of a non, it's a non-starter a little bit, this question. Uh, Blue Jackets aren't making the playoffs, as it stands. Um, it's just, it's it's not going to happen. Um, his contract is up at the end of the season, so I, I don't see why, I can't see us firing him. Um, it just, it doesn't. it doesn't make sense. We might as well just, you know, ride out this contract. Again, much similar to the Max Doby deal i think we just kind of keep him until the day his contract expires and then just send him send him on his way hire somebody else um i can't see tortorella being in columbus next season uh he shouldn't be and i don't think he will be um which you know for for better or worse is is how it how it should be i think um going to finish up with my favorite thing to talk about which is some goalie talk uh, someone asked how I felt about Daniil Tarasov uh, how he's looked so far um, I've really liked what I saw from him uh, I watched bits and pieces of his first game I thought it was a rough rough start but he adjusted really well he looks like he's got really good um, athleticism and you know again he's an older goalie prospect, you know, he's uh, kind of cut his teeth in the KHL for, for a while now, so I'm excited for him to come to North America and see kind of what he can do here. Um, depending on um, how the rest of his season goes, I think it depends on what we do with Corpsalo and Muslikens, frankly, um, because if it looks like we've got someone ready to step into that backup role, then potentially we see what we can get for Corpusalo or Mosleykins, much as it pains me pains me to say it. Um and that's I mean like having a deeper goalie pipeline is never a bad thing. Uh we had a really good one and then we kind of 
fell apart with it a little bit. Obviously, trading with Alainen, uh has impacted that. Um, so, so we'll see. Um, I I'm excited to see Tarasov in the NHL. I'm excited to see him make it to the NHL eventually, but I don't think we're going to see that this season. Maybe next season. Um, so, so that's there. There it is. Uh, I am pro on Tarasov, and I think that's all the time I have for today. Uh, it won't be an episode tomorrow. Our next episode will be Monday, where we will be breaking down the first of the Chicago games. Uh, hopefully, we will we will discuss a win. More than likely, we will not. Uh, if you would like to follow me on Twitter, I am at jthegoalie. If you'd like to follow this podcast on Twitter, I am uh, lo underscore bluejacket. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Have a wonderful weekend, and make sure you stay locked on.